0: People are pessimistic. People think bad shit is going to happen all the time. At least, right now, that's what people think. I, I see it on Twitter: war, hyperinflation, depression, national, nationalization, social unrest. It's all. It's all I see on Twitter. People. People have lost their minds. So. I don't know. I mean, look, all these things are possible. We have had bad times in our history. We had a bad 16 year period in our history from 1929 to 1945, it sucked. Sucked bad, (laughs) it was really bad. And uh, yeah, and everything worked out. 16 years is a long time for things to suck. Like, I don't know if people today could tolerate that. So, but we made it through. And the interesting thing about the 30s is that there was art. It was great art, great culture, commerce during that time period. Stock market stayed open. People did make money during that time period. You know, one thing I've noticed in recent weeks is how pessimistic people are and the amount of bearish sentiment is astounding. And the thing with pessimism is that it gets into your brain and it festers there and it changes your whole outlook on life. Like, if you hang around negative people, it's going to make you negative. And this is what I, like, it's funny because people say that about real life. Say, well, I don't want to hang out with that guy because he's so negative all the time. And then they'll go on Twitter and they'll hang around with, like, millions of people that are super negative all the time. So it's the same thing. It gets into your head. It's poison. It's really bad, you know. I mean, I have to go on Twitter for my job. It's part of what I study for sentiment. But it's... Yeah, I mean, I can only handle like 10 minutes at a time. And I got I got to turn it off. So just a bunch of miserable fuckers on Twitter and I can't I can't take it anymore. You know, one of the things that people are being pessimistic about is the housing market. And as I'm recording this, new new home sales came out yesterday and it was a disaster. I don't remember the exact numbers, but they were expecting like 580,000 new home sales and they got 510,000. It was a big miss. The housing market has hit the wall for sure, right? It's not as bad as you think. It's not that bad. You know, and people have this recency bias, right? Because we've gotten into trouble with housing before. It happened 14, 15 years ago. And pe- And this is what people do. They say, it's, it's another financial crisis. It's happening all over again. I'm like, no, it's not. It's absolutely not the case, calm down. So, let me give you two pieces of stats here. Number one, 40% of houses in this country are owned free and clear, no mortgage. 40% of houses have no mortgage. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the average LTV loan to value of a house in the United States is 33%, means that the average house has 67% equity that's not a that's not fake news that's real the average house has 67% equity you know like, I didn't know that yeah I didn't either I just learned it the other day but it's absolutely true and what happened was we paid off all the debt we had all this debt from 2007 and we spent the last 15 years paying it all off and now we probably have the least amount of leverage in the housing market in history and underwriting standards are good terrific so we're not we're not we're not giving out these stupid loans you know these ninja loans and liar loans and all that crap we're not doing it anymore so the housing market is super healthy what happened was it got really really hot and now it's cooling off and that's basically it it's all it's all it is and people are going fucking insane about this they're going insane. They they literally think we're gonna have a depression. The housing market's gonna crash, we're gonna have a depression. It can't, it can't happen. There's no debt. It, it literally cannot happen. The price of houses can come down, but you're what happened. This is what happened in the financial crisis. You had forced selling because people were underwater. But if people have 67% equity, they're not underwater. It's nuts. So People are doom mongering online. There's this guy who calls himself Alf Macro Alf. And he's the biggest offender when it comes to the housing market. He's a macro doom guy. I talk about the macro doom guys all the time. They've t- they've taken over Twitter. Like 2017 was completely different on Twitter. That was bull market Twitter. And you and you know who was running Twitter at the time was the Ritholtz guys, like Josh Brown and all those guys. Like that that was optimistic Twitter right? Not anymore. Now it's all the Macro Doom guys. So it's just, you know, I, look, I could name a bunch of names, but you get the picture. I, 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 re, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's, you know, it's nuts. I, there, was, there was a day that I was online the other day and I literally said, this is the most bearish day. I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it was nuts. There's actually um, there's actually a Twitter account called Hedonometer, Hedonometer, or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's it, what it is. Is it's a service that measures the uh, how sad or happy Twitter is and charts it over time. You can see charts of it. And the saddest day on Twitter, the most negative day on Twitter, was the day after George Floyd was killed. That was the saddest day on Twitter. I have not seen the Hedonometer stuff in a while, so I don't know what it says. But I'm telling you, in terms of financial market sentiment, like, is it's as bad as it gets. So this stock market, housing market, it's a pullback. It's a correction. It's nothing more sinister than that. Are you thinking about buying a house? I mean, now's not the best time. But it's not a terrible time. Now It's not a terrible time to buy a house. I mean, think about this. Prices have come down a bit, so that's good. Interest rates are still high, but not egregious. And it's turned from a seller's market into a buyer's market. So you can squeeze them a little bit on the price. You can you know, get some concessions, get a good deal. It's not, it's not a bad time to buy a house. This is what what sentiment is all about. Like people, we we just go from extremes. We go from, oh, it's now is an amazing time to buy a house. Let's all buy houses. And like, no, now it's terrible. Like nobody's going to buy houses. It's a mass psychology, right? And in mass psychology, you generally want to be doing the opposite of what people are doing. So if nobody's buying a house, probably a pretty good time to buy a house. I'm building a house. Probably a good time to build a house. Yeah. Buy when you can, not when you have to. Let's put it that way. Buying a house is an act of optimism. Because what are you saying if you're buying a house? You're betting that you won't lose your job, okay? Or you're betting that even if you do lose your job, you'll be able to find another job, which is optimism. You're betting on yourself, right? You're betting that the economy will stay strong. You're betting that the political environment will be stable. You're betting on a whole bunch of things going right at the same time. Usually they do, you know. I, I'm not an economist. I've been watching the economy for 20 years. I, there's been points in my career when I said this is a problem. And I'm not saying that right now. I really don't see it. It is a pullback. It is a correction. It's all it is. So, yes, there was a bubble in some stocks. There was a bubble in some stocks. There was a bubble in SPACs. And there was a bubble in crypto and tech stocks, the fangs, all that stuff. And I don't know if you've noticed what's happened with the stock market recently, but it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper because it's down about, well, at this point, I don't know, like 12 15% or something like that. But earnings are way up. So valuations have come way down. Like, I don't get it. You know, why is everybody so upset? Um, I remember when the dot-com bubble crashed. I mean, everybody was saying we were going into a depression. Like, it was the biggest stock market crash of all time. NASDAQ was down 80%. Biggest crash of all time. And guess what? Not only did we not go into a depression, but we were barely in a recession. GDP was down 0.1%. Barely below zero. Barely a recession. And all you heard was that we were going to go into a depression. It wasn't that bad. Felt bad because everybody's 401Ks got annihilated, but it wasn't that bad, you know. Got to keep things in perspective. So we're in a recession right now, for sure. We're having a pullback. It'll be a very mild recession. So and most of this is driven by the Fed raising rates, which the Fed does every once in a while. They have a rate hike cycle. Financial conditions tighten. Something breaks. You have a little mini recession, little pullback. It's a garden variety rate hike cycle. It's all it is. So I truly believe that. Inflation's not going to go away, but inflation will go down significantly. And we're going to be in a better place a year from now. People will have forgotten how bearish they were. They already forgot how bullish they were in 2021. People have no recollection of how bullish they were last year. Like, and that's, there's probably like a German word for this, which is forgetting about how you felt about something in the past. <laughs> it's got to be a German word for that. Um, that's one thing that I'm really good at because I remember viscerally how I feel at various points in history. You know, I, I remember what it was like when Reagan was inaugurated and the hostages were released. I remember that. I was watching TV. I was a little kid. I was like six years old or something like that. I remember all this stuff. Last year, people were really happy. And people people now are so fucking like out of their mind, they don't even remember how good things were last year. They have no recollection of it. So, people look at it, you know, it's funny. People look at a chart of the stock market. There's ups and downs. And I, you know, when I look at a chart of the stock market, I see emotions you know i see what i see how people felt and i'm not really looking at the chart to see where it's going but i can look in the past and and think about what kind of emotions were present when something was happening like the pandemic you know like in 2020 i mean that was panic and i'll never forget what that felt like that was nuts it was also fun but it was nuts so But people are people are really, really miserable right now. And uh, I'm kind of miserable right now. I mean, I'm I'm fine, but I'm slightly miserable about my house because this is going to be stressful for the next year. And I'm miserable that we're canceling student debt. You know, I went to college for free, but I had to serve in the fucking military for five years. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe, maybe we should do that. Hey, you can get your student debt forgiven if you serve in the military for five years. That seems like a fair trade. They're they're having trouble recruiting. So, uh, what else am I miserable about? Um, And we're not gonna get into that right now. Tomorrow I go on a plane to Miami, which is my happy place. And I'm staying at the one hotel, which is the nicest hotel there. It's gonna be fantastic. The only time I can stay at that place is in August, which is when things in Miami get really cheap. Going to see a bunch of friends, have a great time, going to my favorite club in Miami. Do not sit on the furniture. That's my favorite club in Miami. They play the world's best organic house at that club, and it is going to be awesome. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared and See you next time.